And we are back with another Black Window Cream podcast, episode 24. New episode every single Sunday. I'm your host, Ben Haggerty, a.k.a. Ben Real vs. World. Today's intro is going to be short and sweet. Um, it's Sunday night, almost 11.30 p.m. Eastern. My goal is to always have this podcast come out every Sunday by 6 p.m. That's why I say I'm pretty bad at sticking to it. Um, I will try to get better at that. But uh, either way, I'm trying to get it out still on Sunday. So just trying to keep this short and sweet. Um, today's episode is with my homie Dusty, Dusty Kessler. He is a fucking brilliant photographer. He does video work. He shoots for G-Eazy, Walk the Moon. He's done little Yachty, little B. Super Duper Kyle, all kinds of artists. This dude is fantastic. I think you're really, really going to love this interview. Um, I'm excited just to dive into it, and, and you guys can explore and hear his story. This dude's from the Midwest like me and came out here and pulled it off. Um, he's known Jeezy since early days, like before he was actually Jeezy, um, and his rise to success is pretty interesting. So pay attention to this episode. Um, I'm just going to get straight into it. If you guys uh, have been paying attention to my Instagram and shit, I've been very, very busy on a project. Um, that I can't talk about yet, but I've been doing 10 hour plus days for the last three weeks with only two days off. Today was supposed to be another day off, but, uh, we ended up having to shoot and I had to go move out of our WeWork office at 8am, do an interview with Justin OD show, and then go straight to the shoot and just got home, ate some dinner, recording this, going to make the artwork, post this bitch, you feel me? All right. Anyways, you know the whole deal. If you don't know what Black Window Cream is, I'm sorry I can't give the whole spiel, but the Creative Collective is available for you to join. Just go to bwnc.com slash join. And uh, if you want to buy some merch, we got that shit too. bwnc.com slash merch. Get your shit, man. Uh, all right, that's it. I'm done. I'm, I'm just very, very tired, guys. Uh, I'll be better at this, I promise. I'll, get, um, I'll make sure I record these way more in advance than Sunday night. All right, that's it. Enjoy the work week. Keep creating. Make sure to tune in every single Sunday for a new Black with No Cream podcast episode. And without further ado, I bring to you my interview with Dusty Kessler and the most epic podcast intro ever created right motherfucking now. Attention. If you stop this podcast recording at any time, you will die. I don't want to die. Do you want to live? Yeah. You have 24 hours to share this podcast with five people or you will die. I'm kidding. You won't die. You're just weak shit for not sharing. And the winner of the best motherfucking podcast goes to... Goes to... Black with no cream. What do you think? It's so fucking dumb and so fucking Ben Haggerty. I knew you would say that. Check. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, we are fucking back with another Black Window Cream podcast. Today's guest, Dusty Kessler. Is that how you say your last name? Yeah, Kessler. You got it, bro. I mean, it looks pretty easy on paper when you look at it, Kessler, but you never know. D Kessler on Instagram. Yeah. You can find him there. This dude is a fucking, your photography is through the roof. Thanks, bro. Do you know that? I. Is this news to you? Man, we've been trying to do this for a minute now. It's like. I'm blessed like every day that like someone could talk to me just like about photography and art and appreciate what I do. Yeah. And like just being like a creative zone like we are now mm. and like just got to like give it up to you for like creating a space oh. like this Thanks, and like man. letting like letting people come in and talk. That's super important. Um, I haven't talked about I rarely do I talk about photography to like other people. Really? Like, I'll get, oh, yeah, dude. I'll get messages 
all the time from cats like you ignore it uh most of, yeah 99 percent hey, of the time i'm gonna give you a copy paste so you could say that's like hey join this creative collective called bagano cream because exactly. that's exactly and it's, exactly and it's it's, it's like you know, if someone takes the time yeah. to really like reach out, like send me like a well drafted email asking about something, I'm like, I got you. Mm. Like I'll even I'll FaceTime with you. I'll set up a Skype. I don't give. A, I don't care. I do that shit all the time. I don't care. Like yeah. if you really want to talk about shit, it's right. not like, uh, oh sure, I could talk about gear all day. Right. But I don't want to talk about like, oh, man, how do you get blah blah blah. What's, what's G like? Yeah, it's like <laughs> shut up. I don't have time for that. No, I hear you. But but yeah, man, like. I'm I'm a photo purist. Getting back to the point, like I, I love photography. That's my thing. That's what I do. Um, in the past few years, I've kind of had to, you know, bite the bullet and kind of start doing some more video stuff, more motion stuff, and I love it. I love shooting it, mm-hmm. and it's dope. But you hate editing. I hate editing it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it takes a different brain, man. It takes a lot have, of time too. It's it like- takes a lot of time, and I always say like. You know how many photos I could be editing and have edited in the time that it took yes. me to edit this video? Yes, I do know. I mean, it's fucking obnoxious. It's an unnecessary evil, though, man. And the tough part about it is like, I'm assuming most of your video work is done on the road, right? Yes. So that's the worst editing it's scenario. Tough. Like, it's tough. You start pulling out your laptop and you get your drive situated, you get your fucking drink and shit and your food, and you're like, all right, cool, I'm about to bang this bitch out. And you start going in, and then it's like, yo, something cool is happening outside here. Or, yo, we're going to go pull up to this mall or some shit. Like, bring the camera. And then you're t- taken out of your fucking zone. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Can you imagine if you started walking up to artists and saying, like, they just started recording, they're coming up with a fire verse, and you're like, yo, come outside real quick for a little bit, though. Let's I take got, these photos. Yeah, let's take photos. <laughs> They'll be like, no. no, what are you doing? Yeah, it's fucked up. <laughs> I paid good money for the studio time. <laughs> yeah, be like I paid a lot for this camera. Yeah, I want to get some right? good images out of this. Shit. No, I feel you. It's it's like a, it's like a I don't know love hate relationship with the gear and shit. Exactly. And being able to come up with like exactly. And it's like when you're on a tour bus too, and like shit's shaking. And you're on the bus and you're like, I can't, I can't edit like this. Or we're on the plane. The worst is trying to if you have a deadline, you yeah. gotta do it on the airplane. Yeah, no, I hate that. Yeah, shit. no. Because I, like, I believe that I, I feel like if we're going to die in an airplane, like, I deserve it. I'm not editing while yeah, I die. But I deserve it. So, like, I'm pretty good at being, like, all of a sudden turbulence comes in. I'm like, hey, if this is my time to go, this is it. It's going to suck. Yeah. It's going to be terrifying. But yeah. it is what it is. And then when I start editing, it makes it scarier. Like, all of a sudden your computer's shaking. You're like, you know, thousands of dollars. Wait, this is my life on the line. Wow. Are we going to fucking die? Wow. Yeah. And just shut it I'm going to be thinking about that on Friday morning when I was flying. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, um, no, yeah, I think you're fucking dope as shit. I love following your work. Thank in, you, um, I think, did Adam introduce us? Dude, shout out was to Adam. Adam. Yeah. Adam, we see you, bro. Yeah. Thank you for uh, linking up, right. linking the boys up. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Which is fucked up because we've been living, uh, you live here, right? Yeah. Most of the time. I moved here about, I moved to LA about eight months ago, mm. uh, over the summer. From where? Uh, St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, shit. Yeah. Midwest. Midwest, yeah, boys. Yeah, yeah. Where are you from? Iowa. You're from Iowa. Mm-hmm. Ah, I see That's it. What I'm I see about. the vision. Yeah, absolutely. There's something about, man, there's just something about like cats from the Midwest that like, you know, they're, they're super motivated. They like working together. Mm. And it's just like they're, they want to do it. You know, it's like there's so many like lazy fools. The work and they just don't want to work. They just don't want to work. Yeah. You know, it's like, but yeah, we no. got those values. Right. That's why they I see us. I think that too, though. You come out here they and see you, get, us. you see people get comfortable. That's the problem. Especially you're only eight months in. I've been here for two and a half years. Right. Like it's easy to like fall into that comfort zone where you're like, oh shit. Like, 
Dude. I don't really want to go out there and shoot for 12 hours a day, so I'm going to pass that up. I know. But that's the shit you have to continue Dude, to do. Dude, I, I feel like I can't pass anything up. That's my biggest issue. It's like yeah. the, the, one, the first time you say no to something, then they'll never call you again. Exactly. And that's like not always the case. No, yeah. But in mentally, you're mm-hmm. like, I have to do this. Right. I feel like I always said that I would say yes until I could say no. That was like the biggest key is when you can get into a position. Because most of it, like, it's funny because me and Dave, the intern, we were just talking about this uh, on the way here. And I like think of it as um, like how valuable is your time? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like what if, you know, say someone asks you to come out tomorrow for whatever the rate is and you are like, like, it's not even that good, but money's always good. So I might do it anyway, but I could be sitting here putting together like a dope photo book that I could eventually sell and that could mean a lot more. You know what I mean? Like it's always balancing the time. So it's like, when do you say no to shit? That's like a, that's an interesting question. If you have the answer. If I had that answer, I could probably get a book deal. Yeah, true. (laughs) I don't know. Let's collab. Let's get a book deal. Let's figure it out. Black with... No, no answers. No answers. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but so anyway, let's let's talk about this. You tour a lot. I do. How the fuck do you come, how do you start touring with, like, okay, so you just got off tour with Walk the Moon, right? I did. How long was that tour? That was a two-month tour. Two-month U.S.? Uh, yes. All U.S., we started right, we started rehearsals uh, right after New Year's. Oh, shit. So, okay, cool. and I just, I just got off, like, two weeks ago. Dope. That's, uh, I think when I hit you up, cause I yeah. was like, Yo, you gotta talk to him and you're like, I'm leaving. And I was like, fuck. Yeah, man. Fuck. It, 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 um, it was really great working with those guys. Um, before that I had done like a couple one-offs with them and went to South America for like two weeks with them. That's pretty tight. But yeah, it was, uh, it's a different vibe when you are living on a tour bus mm. for two months with six other guys right? and like. Yeah. Versus just like popping into South America and maybe like staying at hotels. Yeah, exactly. Where you have like privacy hotel. and shit. And exactly. Now you're sleeping on top and or in the yeah, middle of like the two bunks. other guys. Yeah, man. Um, so how I guess you, with them, who are other artists that you've worked with? I, I know I, I list this off in a pre-intro to this shit. Yeah. But. So previous to doing the Walk the Moon tours, I've done a majority of the Easy tours, mm-hmm. um, and I've I've just worked. Primarily, like, G was the first person to, like, ever put me on and give me that chance to, like, go on the road. Mm. So I owe, like, everything. Like, yeah, a, a lot to A lot to of him. people owe a lot to that yeah, guy. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, um, I did, like, EDM stuff for a little bit. Like, when I was just, like, starting to get interested in, like, music and show, like, live music photography. Um, in, in St. Louis? Uh, initially, yeah. it's, like, St. Louis was tough because, like, the music community was like not there. Mm. Like I had to go out and find it. Yeah. Um, I would like go down to New Orleans sometimes. Cause we had like, like G went to school down there. Um, and we had like mutual friends that lived in New Orleans and all this stuff. So like, and that's a huge music city and it's one Crazy. of my favorite cities in the world. Right. So I would like go down there for like, I would go out and shoot festivals like uh, sometimes. And then when I was, when I was in school, I went to school in Kansas City for two years. What school? Uh, it's a fine art school, the Kansas City Art Institute. Oh, dope. Don't include that in there. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, you didn't like it? No, it was cool, man. Like, Kansas City Art Institute? Like yeah, the, the Art Institute of Kansas City? Is it the same no, school? No, it's not the AI schools. Okay. It's the, it's like 
a really it's like 800 kids like super super fine art yeah like it was it was intense really but it was a good learning experience bro because like it definitely made me step out of my comfort zone and like my background was like when i was living and working in st louis my mentor was like a high-end advertising photographer yeah he shot, shot all these commercial jobs and i was like this is inspiring like this is what i want to do like we would shoot stuff for like gray goose and like you know Budweiser and Bud Light and like all these like major brands and I was like this is sick. Um, this is in Kansas City, in St. Louis. When oh, I lived St. in St. Louis. Louis. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So my mentor Mark Katzman, if you're out there uh, listening to we'll this, send him a link. Yeah, we'll send him a link. Uh, so my mentor Mark really like got me thinking about like commercial stuff and like really high end and like studio stuff. But then I went to school, fine art school, for two years in Kansas City and like learned about that world. So it was cool to like mix the two things up and like see both sides. Um, and a lot of the programs, like a lot of the, like if you went to photo, like, how do I say this? If you were looking for a photo school today, mm-hmm. I don't think there's any good schools that, that teach both sides. They teach you the fine art side and the commercial side, how to make money. Right, right, right. Because in Kansas City, they weren't teaching kids how to run themselves like a business. Yeah. And that was the biggest issue. I was like, you're setting up your students for failure. I'm not, I don't know how to, you know, take, and at that point I had been, my, my photos had been published like in magazines. That's tight. And I was like taking them to my, you know, taking them to my professors and be like, all right, this is great. Like I can physically show you this, like my photos in Rolling Stone. And, <laughs> and, and they're like, we can't help you like insert, like in these areas. I'm like, you gotta be teaching these kids how to run themselves like a business. I'm like right. 18, 19 years old. My shit's, you know, in the fucking biggest magazine. Yeah, exactly. So that was like a turning point for me where I was like, you know what, this is not a good fit for me. Hmm. Um, so I went back to St. Louis. I continued to work for Mark um at his studio um did you finish school yeah, there? i did finish so school finish in st louis yeah, yeah at just a, a local um school but I, I wasn't doing fine art stuff anymore i was doing more like business related right, stuff right. And, like commercial stuff what made you know that you needed to learn the business aspect of it because i i like my mentor it's like he's just teaching mark him. he was like he had his he like he had his whole thing like it was he has a whole studio, everything. You're first, and you're in like the driver's seat of like watching how this all happens. Yeah. Like you get the behind the scenes of exactly. all Exactly. And it was mm. like, it was like eye opening. I was like, you know, they, you know, not, not to hate on the fine art aspect because it's very important to have like, to be able to recognize the conceptual side of something as well. Yeah. And be able to execute it technically. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I just saw it and I was like, not the wave. Not the wave. Mm. You know, it was, uh, yeah. Interesting. So yeah, then it was tough. Stepping back, how did you how did you actually get your mentorship started? How did you lock that in with Mark? Um, that was just me. Kind of, I was like running around. Like we had we had like a, a family friend or a mutual friend or something. I was running around with a camera. Um, I was super young, and then like Mark saw me with the camera. We started chatting. Um, he was like, "Why don't you come by the studio sometime?" I was like, great. This you already is a, knew he was super Yeah, dope. I knew who, I didn't know like the extent of like everything that he had done, mm-hmm. but I knew the name. I knew he was a photographer and someone I could potentially learn from. And uh, then I, I started hanging out at the studio, started like 
doing like a little bit of assisting work on the side and then that like kind of built into that's crazy you know, just like it was it was amazing like he's he's one of the best right you know he's like one of the best advertising photographers in the country fuck but um yeah man that's fucking crazy i mean that's such a good way and to then out. yeah and, and then, then what? like the best thing about that was to apply everything that i had learned from that experience working in the studio and doing advertising stuff doing advertising jobs and seeing how all that runs and then applying that to my passion which is shooting music and mm. musicians and like then being able to like full like everything like coming together and like i'm shooting you know uh a corporate event with the music like with a musician doing like two of my favorite things right and it's like wow this is really like a thing now yeah and i never thought that you know when i first picked up a camera i didn't even know that was that could happen well i mean it was that yeah it really didn't make sense back it didn't then. make sense that i i didn't even know at one point i wasn't even aware that you could go to school to study photography <laughs> or have make that a profession they're like because it's not you're not a doctor you're not a lawyer right. you know what are those like those typical like you know professions yeah. that everyone talks about it's like they all have to retire at some point. And almost everyone does it as a hobby unless it's like the local photographer guy that shoots all your sports yeah. team's pictures. And yeah. Smile, your yeah. girlfriend's going to see this. It's like, fuck you. You haven't seen your portraits for the rest of your life. Yeah. But, uh, hey, it's good money to be made there, man. Hey. You can't change get it. it. But, get uh, it. So then what, you know, you, you start doing that. You start going down and you're traveling and shooting EDM shit. And then um, at what point, how long ago was this? When were you in college? Oh, shit. Um... Like 2012, 2013 mm -hmm. was when I was in Kansas City. Uh, I came back to St. Louis, continued to work. Um, and then, uh, well, it was, was kind of crazy, though, because I've known G since 2010. A lot of people. Way back. Yeah. Because you were going down to New Orleans? Uh, he, he was on a tour. He was on an early, early tour when they were, they were in a 15-person van eating, you know, yeah, rice cooker yeah, in the yeah. back and like everything. I watched the vlog. Yeah, so. it's exactly yeah. it's exactly how it was. Mm -hmm. And they were coming in through St. Louis, and like to make a long story short, anytime they would come back through St. Louis, I would always like uh, hit them up and be like, "Hey, let me come out and take photos." Right. Uh, and then that turned into, "Hey, let me come out for two or three days when your guys are in the Midwest and take photos." And they're like, "Awesome." And then that resulted in like come out for two weeks. We're going to do this tour, like, over the summer. And, and so was was this cool with Mark? Like, you're leaving that job? Oh, yeah. So he, he was stoked on it. Yeah. He was stoked Tight. on it. Because uh, he, he knew that's what I wanted to do. He just wanted to make sure that, like, I was taken care of. And right, right, right. All that. Um, and then then we ended up, like, G's opening for, like, T.I. and 2 Chains and right. Lil Wayne on a summer tour. Like, uh, doing, like, that stuff. That tour was huge. Yeah, right? So, and then. Was that his first bus tour? Uh, no, you not his first bus tour. Uh, G RIP Vans Warp Tour. Uh, oh, yeah. G did Vans Warp Tour, right? Was one of his, I think, early, if not first bus tours. They like um, require you to have a bus on that. I think oh, it's yeah. actually a rule that you, like, have you can't to. perform without. There's a lot of bands that like pair up buses. Well, it's crazy. Like, I mean, Vans Warp Tour, I mean, like, an era is literally ending like in front of our eyes, and people don't. Right I don't now, think, yeah, it's over with. Uh, this I mean, is the la this go. summer is the last 
No. The last Fans Warped Tour. That's official? Official. Fuck. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of crazy. I remember, like, shooting portraits of G at Vans Warped Tour in St. Louis. Uh, it was, like, the hottest day of the tour, and I still still made him go shoot these portraits. Jesus <laughs> and, Christ. Uh, <clears throat> but it was always crazy on Vans Warped Tour because you would wake up that morning not knowing what time you would play. Mm-hmm. It's, like, the craziest schedule. I think that's why they make you ride the bus, because I remember... Yes. You had to like you had to be there by whatever time that was seven a.m. when they gave you yeah. your, call, your set time yeah. or something. So yeah. you you couldn't just like drive a van. People had to sleep and shit. Well, I don't. No I, wonder people don't want to do it. It's yeah. like, like <laughs> but it's so it's expensive. And then you, by the time you like split the van or the bus with like another band, yeah, and you're three waiting, other people. Yeah, and you he don't was, have enough he money. was on a G shared a bus with two other artists. It's crazy. And their crew. Fuck. That's but you so know crazy. you know what they do. What they do is they. You know they put artists on tours like that to to break them, mm-hmm. not br- not break them, break them, but like make you understand like how tough it is touring. Yeah, and I to mean like it, it worked. You. Yeah, to train you right. basically. You know, it's like if you can make it through Vans Warped Tour, you You're can good. make it through any tour in the fucking world. Right. Damn. Because they spread those shows out so far, like just so they don't cross over with each other, and the fans all go oh, to yeah. whatever show. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. So, damn, I, remember, I went to the Vans Warped Tour. That's ending? That's so fucking sad. G did Vans Warped Tour. Shout out to G. <laughs> damn, I, I just saw a picture ago. from like... I know he remembers it. That same time frame, I think we went and saw... I, I remember seeing Newfound Glory mm-hmm. played main stage at Warped Tour, and I like weaseled my way up to the front in dead center. And some dude from like a forum, like a music forum that was from Illinois and we we're from Iowa. So like, he's like, isn't that that guy from the Iowa forum? And wow. like post a picture and it's just me. And I'm like, ah, like <laughs> in, the front, in the front row. But I remember how epic that shit was. And it was like, that was, that was the thing we did like every summer, you know, like yeah. you need to be there. Yeah, of course. Wow. That's and then cool. like another, like another good friend who also has done a number of Vans Warped tours, um, Mod son, the homie. Did he share a van with Mod son? Is that yeah. what it was? That's what I, I remember. Shared a bunch of Mod and uh, Team Mills. Oh, yeah, Team Mills, too. <laughs> Fuck, I forgot about Travis Mills. Damn. Crazy. Super crazy. Crazy. Anyway. Came a long way. Uh, shit, we all did. <laughs> um, but anyway, Mod, Mod was one of the first artists to, was the first artist to take me on a Europe tour. Oh, shit, really? To, the first time I went to Europe uh, was with Mod. Yeah, on a tour. Damn. And uh, it was sick. Like... It's just like little things like that. Like you never. How'd I, that come? That was just from. It doing was just just from tour? being like being in the mix and like yeah. wanting to work and putting myself out there and be like I'm available. Right. But, you know, it's just straight up like I want to document this from my point of view, and um, yeah. So what would be awesome. like on that tour? What were you doing? Were you doing primarily photography or were you Photo doing video? video? You were doing video. Photo right and video. Then? Okay, word. So. The early days of the vi- the video stuff. Yeah, how was that? I mean, that was <laughs> what, when was that tour? Like 2015, 14? Uh, 15 or 16, maybe. So you just how how much were you editing video wise? What were you were you doing like weekly recaps or something? Or I think I'm a majority of the video I edited after the tour. After tour, it was like one one big edit. Yeah. That <laughs> it was like two weeks. Fuck. It was like two weeks. It oh. wasn't like super. Yeah, super so. gnarly. Damn. Um. Damn, you, then, got, you got lucky early. In a sense, I don't know lucky. how, I don't know how, you know, 
how I could do it any other way. It's like I'm I'm very fortunate that I I figured out what I wanted to do at a young age. Yeah. And um, I kind of just went from there. And there's mad training involved with that. Like you definitely put yourself to work too. And you got you got to teach yourself mm-hmm. so much. It's like like yeah, I went to school, but. I took some like art history classes and painting charcoal shit. Like I'm yeah. never gonna use that. <laughs> yeah, no shit. I'm telling these fools like, yo, like let me take photos and t- then talk to me. Yeah, damn. It's like the first year of art school, bro. I didn't take I didn't take any photos. They that's how I was skipping out too. of I was skipping out of class to go to Lawrence, Kansas, to take <laughs> photos because they were having better shows and I had friends that were going uh, to shows in Lawrence. And uh, I would, I would be like, yo, I'm doing, I'm doing it. Yeah, like I'm you're doing, doing what I want right now with no real assistance from a school. Yeah, that can truly help you. you but know? It was important. Like I still, you know, yeah, I still encourage kids that like if if they haven't really figured out what they want to do, 100, percent they should definitely go to school because they know about every lane that you could possibly go down to a to a beginning point and yeah that's up to you to run with whatever. yeah and you know people could you have a whole damn podcast about like oh should i go to school for photography it's like ah, maybe you can't, <laughs> can't even like put my mind back in that that, right. that zone no, but you know what true. i did it i did that i did that thing it's it's in my past yeah made my mom happy made my grandfather made my happy yeah, same here. <laughs> same here, you dog. know yeah so and that's that's the best so you you know you start doing that you start going out for a couple of weeks all of a sudden you're touring with G were you, the you did didn't you do some like drone shit too? Uh, I was doing, doing yeah that? I was I love the drone shit man me too it's I'm like so, it's so much fun yeah it's the shit <laughs> drones are the shit they just put so much restrictions on us now it's like fuck yeah have you almost gotten in trouble for that shit yet? Uh yes we're at yeah we were out in Joshua Tree with Walk the Moon they don't fuck uh, around shooting with that. we were shooting press photos. Um, they can attest to this. We were shooting their, their album cover, actually. Yeah. Uh, we shot a day in Los Angeles at a Hubble studio, and then we went out to Joshua Tree for the night. Um, so I wasn't shooting. I was just shooting behind the scenes for all this stuff. Right. And uh, we were working on a an album trailer, and I was doing vo- photo and video for this album trailer to then announce for their tour. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had the drone out of Joshua Tree, they were climbing on these boulders and all this shit. I launched the drone. Like, we got up for like 10, 15 minutes. I was like, everything's smooth, right? Then Park Ranger comes through. Boop, boop. So I have to land it. He's, he's pressing me like, yo, you need to land this right now, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, bro, look, if you rush me, someone's going to get hurt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, we're flying, you know, it's, these things aren't cheap. Right. It's like fifteen hundred dollars for this like thing. It was flying camera here, and there's those Joshua trees all over the place. Yeah, I'm like, there's plenty. There's plenty of space to land it. Like, chill. Let me land it. Then he starts taking out his book, takes my ID, and the the guys in the band are like, they're kind of just like, whoa, like we don't know. He's he's pressing me. He's pressing me. Like, "Uh, what are y'all doing out here? I was like, oh, we're just taking some photos and stuff. He's like, you can't can't fly the drones out here. Didn't you see the sign? So I was like, I, sorry, sir, I wasn't, I wasn't driving when we came in. I didn't see the sign. He's like, all right, all right. Um, he's like, uh, what are the photos going to be used for? We're shooting their, their al- this is their album cover, bro. It's, it's like on the album cover. And, uh, and the booklet on the inside are these photos. And uh, I was like, hey, we're, we're, I'm not from here, not from around here. We're shooting a school project. 
college project. Gotta go. Kinda, always go. Always. Always, always the go to. Go-to. And yeah. I played it smooth. And I like, he was still asking me questions. I was like, hey, I won't fly it again. We'll get out of here right now. And he let me, he let us go. Wow. And Walk the Moon Boys were like, how the fuck did you do that? It literally <laughs> says you will get fined if you fly a drone. And it's like a lot oh, of money, yeah. too. I it's, don't remember what the It wasn't was. cheap. No. It wasn't was cheap. Absurd. I saved them some money. Damn. Sure, save and probably save myself a job. Hell yeah! Because then, then we just did this. We just did a bunch of stuff after that. Oh man! Um, but That's yeah, so man, funny. gotta love the the drone stuff. It's such an emerging technology still. Like we haven't even we haven't even touched the surface no. of it. What yeah. Intel does with drones blows my mind. I mean, Coachella last year. Oh, dude, I know the best. But then I saw another one of those in. Oh, uh, what festival were we at? I know I saw it pop up again recently. Yeah. It's like BMW did a thing with that. Someone did. That shit was fucking sick. Yeah. The way they could program like 400 drones and build a fucking I want Ferris that. wheel. I want that. I, I do too. Give it to me. Intel, please. I have so many ideas. I got, yeah. I, when we were, uh, when I was with Q and we were in Europe, I was flying in Paris. Mm-hmm. No, no. No. And I flew up around the fucking, uh, whatever that church is called. A big ass cathedral. Yeah. Notre Dame. Getting the illest shots. I'm just like, damn, I'm like getting super close and getting some stuff. And I'm confident yeah. with my shit. I know I'm good at flying. I've been flying since like they fucking started coming exactly. out. Exactly. And out of nowhere, it was me and Q's trainer. And he's like, oh shit, you're about to go to jail. Huh. And I'm like, what? And I like look down and there's three fucking, not the police, the military uh. walking with rifles at me and they're like bring it down bring it down oh, and then God. i'm I like freaked yeah dude i'm like panicking i'm but i'm trying to think like okay how do i get the sd card out if they take the drone like i need to get the sd card out but then i'm terrified like to push a button because i don't want them to think i'm gonna kill us all yeah and they literally are surrounding me. I have footage of it. They're surrounding me with oh assault my rifles. God. And then they call the police over and the police come and taking my my passport all shit no, I thought it was, it was over with. And the bus was about to leave in like 30 minutes. And, you know, like, if you miss the bus, you got to figure it out. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, they're not going to know I'm in jail and shit. Like, I'm fucked. That's I don't. biggest fear. It was crazy. I, I need to do something. I flew in Europe a couple times. It's fucking the, sick. The second time I went to Europe, um, I was actually on the Justin Bieber tour. Um, doing Did you photo, do that? That's what I was going to ask. Photo, photo and video stuff. Um, and it was with. Another one of the Scooter Brown's artists, uh, the Knox, or DJ Doer from New York. Okay, word. Um, so I took, it was my first drone. It's not the current one that I have. Uh, the first drone's kaput no more. Oh, um, RIP. But uh, I took I took that one. You That was the one where you would attach the GoPro to it. Mm. And it was like janky as shit. I hate those. And... Um, but I took it out, took it out in Europe, and it was pretty good. Dude. It was pretty smooth. And, and Saw the, some cool stuff. The cities are just so ill over there. Like the structures, way better. It's not American shit. Yeah, no. It looks so sick. <laughs> yeah, it looks way better. I fucking there. love that shit. How was Beaver's tour? How long was that? Uh, that was two and a half months. That was the longest Fuck. tour I'd ever done. That's sick. Yeah. So we were direct support um, for Beaver every night. Dope. We'd play right before him, kind of warm up the crowd. So I was doing photo and video for that too, mm-hmm. and that was when I that was when I kind of had switched over to the Sony game. Right. And I was like, I need something that does better video. Yeah. Um, especially low light stuff. Right. And that was when I got the A7S. The Sony, yeah, it's with the A7S2. And then I started doing more video stuff. Right. 
So I learned a lot on that tour about video. I just was that were they just well. in more demand for video, or you were just yeah. in a spot where you're like, hey, this it was will both. Help. That was like a full like we need both. Yeah. What um, um what were you shooting on before that then? If you had the Sony now. Mo- mostly um, I mean I was Canon boy, ra- born and raised. Yeah, same. You know, my dad gave me his his you know thirty five millimeter Canon shit. Tight. Um, learned off that, then, um, started. You know, learning about like all the high end stuff, mm. like the studio, like all the studio stuff, and but I, I try, like I tell people all the time, like I I could talk gear all day, but like I hate talking about gear because <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, kids. It doesn't matter. No. I hope if you're watching this, it's probably because either one of us posted it. Yep. And you, be- it's gonna be my reply to everyone that. Ask me about gear on Instagram and all that shit. It doesn't matter. I don't... Yeah. Yeah, bro. It doesn't matter. Well, the worst part... This is what I try to teach because I feel like... I feel like the reason why I created Black Widow Cream is like... Yeah. These kids have these questions, right? And no shame on them for not knowing the answers. But... I was where they were. We were all where they were. (laughs) Anyone they're asking was where they were several years ago. Sure. And I look at it like... That question may be dumb as fuck to me. You know what I mean? And I right. want to say that. But at the same time, I think they need to learn how to approach asking that question. Because if I ask you on Instagram, yes. hey man, what lens do you think I should buy? I love what you do. Bro, Yeah. do you do what I do? <laughs> or do you do portrait photography you for do. schools or something like that? Or yeah. like weddings and shit. I, it's all different. And I don't know how much money you have. Yeah. Like, <laughs> You want me to tell you what lens I would get if I do were... Do it yourself. Fuck, like, dude, get on Google. Like, there's so many questions that are capable for Google. At yeah. Please ask Google first before you ask a real person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because, like, I'm happy to spend your money for you. Yeah. If I can but, do it, <laughs> let me use it. I want to play with that shit. Uh, Damn, but, so Europe know. on a Bieber tour. Yeah, that was two and a half months. That was the longest tour I'd ever done. Was it the biggest tour? Yes. Yes, that was by far the biggest tour I'd ever done. Um and being able to see that production every night is amazing. Could you shoot Bieber too? No. They had the no camera policy? Uh, it's kind of a photography gray area for those of you out there who don't know a lot about like signing signing your life away and what a, <laughs> like a Taylor Swift contract is. Have you done Taylor Swift? I did. No. I did a Taylor Swift contract. But, but she was kind of like the one who started this whole thing of like, you're yeah. gonna sign your life away, basically. Mm-hmm. You can't post shit. Mm-mm. I posted a photo of Bieber the other night. That, I mean, if it if it ha- if it, someone figures it out and they're yeah. watching this, then fine, they figured it out. <laughs> Fuck. But whatever. Yeah, I know. Whatever, right, dude? I don't care <laughs> because if you're if you're if you're doing this and you're like me and you've gone through this shit and I learned it. Yeah. I learned it early. Right. I learned it early. Like I, <laughs> but and it's, and it's you crazy. Know, but as, as I know a how this game works, bro. It's like, look, they never made me sign shit. Oh, yeah, not so a damn like, thing. You're good then. Not a damn thing. You can post it's anything. It's like, how are you going to do that? Yeah, and it's like, it's in your best interest to post the best image you can find of that artist. Anyway, it's not like you're going to post yes. some like picture where like remember when uh. Who was it that had like all the pictures and where and their face looked all like funny? And, oh like, God! And then their yeah, who was? their publicist like took it all down. Like 
it was crazy. But like, you're not gonna post shady pic. Like, you want people to be like, "Wow, he's good." Not wow, that dude right. looks like a dumbass. And that brings up another great point, which is stop posting photos just because you have them. Mm. Please post quality over quantity, Boom. bro. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like I tell people. My number one thing that I tell people is like I would rather post like just a nice image of somebody, no matter who it is, rather than a, a bunch of photos that are like mediocre. That's right. just my my style. No, I'm with that. Um, and then at the same time, you could be like, I then I I take that scenario and I really pride myself on shooting up and coming artists and capturing that rise. Mm. Like that's been kind of my thing since day one, which is a hard job to have because it's, it's tough. Like, you got to be, ba- you got to do three things and yeah. it's more about, for us, it's more about, it's more than being a photographer. Mm-hmm. You know this just as well as I do. Yes. People don't hire us because we're not just because we're great photographers and great creators. We are able to connect with people mm-hmm. on a human level, a base level. We're not, you know, running around, you know, this is like the biggest secret I think is, you know, I lead with myself. Right. I see a lot of kids, they lead with their camera and they lead with their Instagram followers that don't matter. Right. You know, you got to step away from that stuff for a minute, like a 10 seconds. True. And be like, you know what? Like I'm here because I want to be creative and like, I want to make the best thing possible for you. Yeah. I, doesn't matter about the other shit. Right. Um, and that after that real moment versus just exactly. And that's when you're able to break the barrier that not enough people break. I'm just, I guess I'm a purist. Maybe I'm jaded. Maybe I've been doing this stuff too long. (laughs) I mean, I'm 25 and I feel like, you know, like I've, I've met like all the scenarios and it's like, you know, people just like take, take good photos. People, <laughs> please take good. Fuck. Please take good images. The gear's there. It doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, just it, fucking have just an eye. Please take a good photo. It's hard. It's I think it's hard because and don't post it. It's oversaturated with a bunch of basic shit, right? Like, like we live. We are in the most saturated. You know what we do. There's a hundred other people that could do what we do. Mm. That would love to do it, and they'd probably do it for cheaper too. Always. I think about that all the time. All the time. But when when you when you get past that is when you start winning, because mm-hmm. then you're like, nah, that that's that's all bullshit. And you're like, no, I'm. Then you remember what I just said, which was, no, they want you. They want you there because you're who you are. Right. It, it doesn't matter how you know. It doesn't matter what kind of camera you're using. Yeah, and the people who Whatever are mistaking doing. that for like, well, he said he'd do it for this much money a day, and it's like, okay, cool. I've had that where I say, okay, cool, go with him. I don't give a fuck. Like, I could give two shits less if I don't have work the next three weeks because I would rather just not work with you if that's how you value this because this is an art form in itself. 100%, bro. And once you start, you value yourself and then everything kind of falls into place from there, I think. Mm. What have been some of the most, like, challenging uh, moments that you faced as far as uh, keeping... And running a business behind your art. Um, I mean, for the longest time, it was moving to L.A. Yeah. It's like being based out of St. Louis, where there wasn't much of a, a community for what I did or what I wanted to do. It wasn't wasn't a big music scene. 
So I wasn't shooting major artists. I would try to go find it. Um, yeah, where's Nelly live? Exactly. <laughs> L.A. Fuck. <laughs> Thought he was in the St. Louis. No. Damn. I remember shooting. I, I've shot Nelly two times. Uh, wait, both times in St. Louis, actually. But um, I shot him in L.A. once at a basketball thing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn, I'm right next to... N-. I tossed yeah. the ball back to him and shit. I was like, that was tight. Yeah, the... You know, that's that's what people think when they think of St. Louis because there's nothing there's nothing else, no. you know? It was it was tough to, like, get like get out. You know, a lot of people just get trapped there and so they what, never leave. What, did you, what was it for you? What did you do? What was, like, the steps you took to get to L.A.? Um, I just... I guess I was just waiting for the, like, the very right moment because I could have done it, like, I... Sure, and in, in another realm, I've could I could have like left school and just moved to LA, mm. and I had opportunities to do it, too. And it was like, like around the time that, you know, like I was starting to like see money and get published and see my photos get places. I was like, all right, now's the time. Yeah, but you, you can't you can't rush things like that. Mm. And I'm glad I did it when I did. So um, having patience, I guess, in a sense, always is, patience. Yeah, always. So what kind of, what felt like this is it? I got to go this month. You moved out here eight months ago. When was that? Yeah, it was over the summer. summer. Yeah, it was like July, I guess. Was it because you were going to, you weren't on tour and you were like, oh, cool. I could actually be there. Because <laughs> well, that's it, the problem with touring. It's like, you're never home. Dude, you know? I know. I pay insane money to, you know, for an apart- apartment that I'm never, never at. at. Yeah. You know, but this is like a, the other unnecessary evils. I know. But, I mean, I, I love it here. I always knew that I would end up in L.A. I mean, hate it or love it. It's mm-hmm. just, like, there's more people that I respect creatively here, and there's more music, and, like, it's a it's a good hub, man. Yeah. Um, It's tough. It's not... It wasn't an easy move. That's for sure. I drove my car out here. Same here. <laughs> Fucking lo- that drive. Didn't dog. have a... Didn't have an apartment when I landed. My my nope. sub my, my sublease fell through. Damn. As I was driving in, as I was driving into the city, uh, it fell through. And that's uh, for anyone who doesn't fucking know, that's like a 22, how long is that drive? Uh, about 22 hours, took yeah, me two 20. and a half days, three days. Yeah. And, uh, you know, God, it was just like some LA shit to happen. Yeah, was like exactly. some. It was like, that'll break you down. Yeah. And I was living in a, I was living in a hotel for three days. Shout out the Ace Hotel, but uh, I was at the Ace. I was at the Ace for three days, and then I had to live in an Airbnb for a week, and um, all my shits in the car. And like, I'm trying to pull strings with homies. It's like, yo, like, what do we do? Um, But that's the shit that breaks you down and makes you like. Once you finally find that spot, you're like, ah, I got it. I'm I'm here now. Damn. Um, And it motivates you. Yeah. Like. Where you live at now in LA? Uh, I live right off Fairfax. Right oh, dope. Fairfax. High School. Oh, so you find a little space? I love it, man. I walk everywhere. Yeah. I could just, you know, clutch. I huh? do my thing. I hate driving. I hate driving too. <laughs> yeah, you got. Have you ever tried the electric skateboard? No. The wave. I'll try. Let's let's go. Tour. Do all that shit. I I literally would drive it here. Every we'll day. be back after this. Yeah. See. You. <laughs> Short break to go twenty miles an hour. Cut to Dusty eating shit. <laughs> yeah. I got hit by a car. Oh, no. It was crazy. Oh, my God. Fucking nuts. Yeah. I kind of took a break on the the extreme sports once I found photography. Like, I was, you know, I still love, like, like, uh, like downhill mountain biking. 
I took a break, but I'll go fast as fuck. Like I'm hill. still down for that. Really? Oh yeah. Never done it. <sighs> yes. No. It's sick. <laughs> You're on a skateboard, electric skateboard, bro. My homie that uh, Casey nice has over this uh, WeWork thing. Yeah. He was like a. That's what he did. He was like a Red Bull athlete for that shit, and he could do downhill unicycling. Oh no. He did a fucking front flip off a ledge on a unicycle. It was like the craziest. I think he said like a not a for me world record or some shit for this. I'm like, that's are? awesome. Yeah, it's fucking terrifying. No, nah, electric skateboards are the shit because you just like go through all the cars <laughs> and get on the sidewalk. I, I've literally done True. it with the entire podcast on my back. That was terrifying to Hollywood. So you're you're gonna do a podcast? No, like no, had, no, you're going to do a podcast now. You just gave yourself an idea. To I think the, podcast you, the next podcast is gonna be on yo. You know, <laughs> yo i really because there's a guy that i follow on youtube that is uh and i asked him if anyone knows this guy fucking tell him to hit me up tucker or something he flies those you know like the parachutes where they have the big motor on the back and you like sit in it and you just like glide it's like a glide. i think uh, yeah you know what i'm talking I know about? what you're talking about so he has one but he has a channel all around this oh my god listen it's sick he it's has these headphones he puts this shit on and he'll fly up and talk while he's out riding, he just has a GoPro on his foot and films himself. Oh, man. He flew that shit to like a McDonald's, landed and got a burger, and then flew back eating the You're burger. Lying. I swear to God, now this dude travels around the world flying around like the illest places. Wow. There's a channel for everything. What's the craziest like spot you've been to on tour? Uh, What's your favorite place to be when you're not here? Not in the U.S.? If you were to like go fly to one spot right now that you were on a tour and then you want to go back to, where would that be? It's a good question. Mm, dude, you know what? We went to Iceland and mm. it, it rained the entire time. And so like the coolest part of Iceland was like flying in and seeing something that might look dope. And I was like, I know that it's out there. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen all the fucking pictures and shit. And like yeah. Bieber did that whole video out in fucking Iceland. Yeah. It looked amazing. And I'm like, I really would love to go back there. I think that'd be dope to do like a week. What about you? Uh, I think I would say either um, Switzerland Switzerland was dope. Or um, Portugal. Never been. You've been there? Sick. Yeah, Lisbon. We ended the tour. We ended the Bieber tour in Lisbon, Portugal. Damn. They're like one of the last days. And it was like one of the most beautiful places. It's kind of like reminiscent of San Francisco. It's super hilly, mm. super colorful, right on the water. Um, yeah. So what? Uh, and it's cheap. When you're on tour, how do you manage your time? Because... I, th- I don't think a lot of people understand that like when you go on tour with an artist, you're kind of like full time to the hip of the artist. 24 seven job, Literally. bro. So do you ever find yourself having availability to like go explore shit unless uh, like outside of the artist? Cause yes, yes. But at, at certain points it's, it's different now. It's different. It's, I'm glad you brought that up because depending on who you're working with, mm. like when I would, when I would be on like G tours and stuff and, um, we would go out and explore like the cities as much as we could, including like, well, G. Or yeah. were you by yourself? No, when I, yeah. no, when I was with G, um, we would go out like when we were in Asia and stuff. Um, we would go out and like seek out stuff, like go yeah. check it out in South America. When I went to South America with G, we did all the Lollapaloozas mm. down there. We would go out and and find stuff to do. Right. That's why I really, it, for us, it makes my job easier creating content, content yeah because there's like God. real content there and it's not just show footage because the show footage just gets so repetitive it's like all right people know what the show looks like yeah they've been you know either they've been like if they see it once in the video mm-hmm. they most of the shows are gonna look the same yeah um so it's good to mix it up and it, it's a different dynamic when you're working with a band like walk the moon 
um, where you have four guys in the band. Yeah, and they're not always together at all times. They're not attached to the hip. They have yeah, their the they have their own that? lives. Yeah, how you do know? you do that? They like their time alone too. Huh. So it's kind of like, you know, I'm trying to tell the story from multiple perspectives, mm. and it's really refreshing, like working with a band too, um, in a completely different world because I can bring what I do. You know, being a part of like, you know, seeing a rising rap star over these past few years and learning what I've learned there and applying it to these guys that are like pop alternative. Right. They kind of, they kind of love it. Interesting. They like that perspective because they, they like seeing it from a different, right. How I would do things. Um, and that goes back to us being more than just photographers. Fuck yeah. Um, but it's cool because like one day I could like go out on a trip with, with some guy, like one of the guys in the band and like go create this content somewhere and get like these amazing voiceovers that we can use. Right. In the video or whatever. Um, and just, I, I can go out and do my own thing too. So when you were like with, they respect that. With Walk the Moon, was it ever, is it ever like, um, I didn't know there was four members. Cause yeah, I, four I only got put onto them once you told me you were going to tour with them. I'm like, oh shit. And yeah. I looked them up. So does anyone like get mad if you're, you know, if you go out with one guy, is another guy mad? Like, oh, I could have, you know what no, I mean? How I does think, that work? I think they're, you know, they're like, they're just like good like good dudes yeah Where at the from? end of the day they're from the midwest man that's right that's what yeah I was <laughs> like from ohio they're, good they're from dudes. ohio are they yeah there you go um so so it's easy easy work yeah with those guys. it's it's yeah it's so much fun it's like what we did um we did a few days we did like two weeks in uh south america walk the moon and uh we were in quito ecuador and one day out in Ecuador, I just, I wanted to go fly the drone and uh, take photos. So I just went out on a mission by myself. Yeah. I told them, look, if you, if you guys want to come, come. If you guys want to chill and do your, do your thing, do your thing. I ended up going out on my own that whole day, a city I'd never been to go, going out to explore, got some amazing content. Dude, I bet. Like that's like the best thing ever. That's so fucking tight. And then we played a show with uh Aerosmith <laughs> that night fuck? and Steven Tyler was probably one of my favorite people to shoot ever so the photos sick. I got of Steven Tyler moving the way he does what the guy's like 65 so 60, 60, almost 70 years old just fucking kills it you wouldn't you wouldn't even know he he puts more effort into his show at 70 than half these fools like coming up you know, SoundCloud rappers, whatever, yeah. do on their stage. They don't even know. Crazy. Steven Tyler's a legend. That's hard. One of my favorite shows ever. Yeah, that's super tight. Yeah. Fuck. There's so much shit that you've done. It's, I mean, I just like the catalog, the catalog's deep, man. It's like, I don't, I don't like post everything. Yeah, for sure. You can't. It's too much shit. Yeah, it's just <laughs> annoying. And yeah. He posts yeah. too much stuff. It's yeah. like, why do you follow people? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck do you want from me? I mean, the al- algorithm got us all fucked yeah, anyway, so really thank you, Instagram. God damn it. Do you think uh, that Vero, Vero app is going to I don't know. I have it on my phone, and I've probably opened it once Couldn't since do I've downloaded it. <laughs> I don't know. I hope it works out. Everyone's still hanging on to it. I hope it works like out for them. I know. Like, Vero, if, get at me. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I was like. <laughs> I got it too, and I'm like, all right, cool. So I just I can post cool. anything. Sweet. I tried to post, and it didn't work. Because someone like, was like, oh, it's uh, it's free for the first uh, million people to download the app. Is that I'm how like, it's advertised? Someone told me that. 
So that means they heard it from someone or they read it from somewhere, whatever. If that is the case, which it can't possibly be. No. It's like, of of course they're going to say that to make people download it and bump it to the top of trending apps on the app store. I heard Gary Vee was behind it. Who knows? It's clean. I like the the interface. Yeah. I mean, I think it has potential. I, I wanted to make an app like... I think what they're doing, I, I can't really tell because it never fucking functions. But uh, <laughs> I wanted, I was, I, I hated when Facebook changed the algorithm. Yeah, remember that? And then Facebook started becoming a bunch of bullshit, and it's, it's all... based on like what you like. And and then um, Instagram started doing it, and I was like, yo, if we could just have one place where you could pick, you could follow whoever you want on your social platforms, but then to combine all of it and then pick, like, say I only want to see what you post, mm-hmm. but it's all gonna be in order from like the yeah, oldest chronological, yeah, yeah. it should just be like that but from every platform so I can see your tweets in that same order and everything I out. love that I think that's what they're doing with this I usually come I like up with that. ideas like that and never do anything about it and then someone comes up with it well, well of course that's just the nature that's just the nature of us motherfucker coming up with apps that six months later take off yeah you know yeah. kind of coming up with dope memes Fuck. that you never get credit for yeah just gets a bunch of reposts yep. millions of 21 cabbage <laughs> i started that did you oh yeah 21 cabbage 21 cabbage that's tight i'll send it to you later <laughs> yeah thank you i also did my my first my first meme that ever went viral was uh kim kardashian's uh baby picture with kanye's head on it kanye's face like her it was like her holding a little Kanye. No, no, no. I didn't. Do, that was a damn good one, though. Yeah. Meme culture is so it's tight. So tight. And I'm like, who's who's does? Do they have other jobs or what the? Fu- how do they? No, I think your job is to just uh, to just do that and work finance. Sidebar. Sidebar. Business. Have you ever? Do you play HQ? No, what's that? Dude. It's a live mobile game show. I'm giving them so much advertising. Oh my god! I just it's a live saw... mobile game show uh, where you do trivia and you actually win money. HQ. It's crazy. Lauren's client. I think I swear I just saw she posted about it. Yeah, beat the beat the Q. Is that the same thing? HQ. I don't it's know. just called HQ. Is the okay. app. And now BuzzFeed copied them. So is it BuzzFeed Buzz video? Is yes. This... Damn. I think so. It doesn't. It's have trivia. Any... Right? No? Yeah. She said, I'm partnering with Buzz Video uh, where you can play free live trivia games. BBQ. Yes. Yes. And when BuzzFeed just copied that off of HQ. No one's original, man. No, no one's I original. Never. This is H- that's HQ right there. All right. I'm downloading that. Dude, it's so much fun. If you're smart, I know you're smart. I'm not smart enough for trivia. So the, tonight's game. <laughs> 74,000 fucking ratings on this app. Yeah. It's lit, huh? Dude, they have, and it's live, right? Yeah. They have. Close to two million people play live every single day, and you win money. Yeah. So have you won any money? No. So you have to be super, super fucking next level. Yeah, smart. you got to be like Alex Trebek, like Damn. on your shit. It's over with. It's fun though, man. Yeah. It's super fun. Can you talk to people and shit? Yeah, there's comments and shit. Tight. You can like be in the comments, and then like there's one dude who's like the guy who is like the announcer, bro, hmm. and uh, he just. At the before he you know starts the thing, he just like is his personality and like he's so funny, bro. Wait, so is it twenty four hours a day? Uh, no, no, they do it during the week. It's they do it twice a day, 
This has nothing to do with what we're supposed to be talking about. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is tight. Anyway, yeah, I'm going to download the app. And, uh, uh, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, we should have got some bread it's for this. twice shit. a day. I know. <laughs> shit. Oh, fuck. I'll make this like the... There's no way to win right now. Yo, I guess people just tune in to watch uh, Ben Real vs. World <laughs> and D. Kessler talk about uh, memes. HQ. HQ. <laughs> memes and apps. Kim Kardashian. <laughs> apps they never never created. Damn. And Vero. Vero. And Vero. <laughs> Can't wait. Find us on all the platforms yeah, now. Please. Okay, so let's get back to it, guys. Um, you, I saw you shot a picture of Lil B when I was scrubbing through your shit real quick. Yeah, base God. Base God. Do you feel like he harnessed any energy? He blessed you? me. He blessed me, bro. Dude. I'm yes. He's yes. He literally blessed. He's really he's really that guy. And I don't think he's gotten enough attention or credit recently. Which is weird. But base God, yeah, base God. Fuck Kevin Durant. Do you ever hear that song? Yeah. He said, "Shout out to the the WNBA. Yeah. I got a whole lot of girls I want to fuck in the mouth." <laughs> <laughs> that's that's base world. <laughs> or, you know, that's, that's Black Ken. Oh my God, Kyle! You shot Kyle too? Uh, yeah, Super Duper Kyle. Yeah, yeah. Love Kyle. Love Nolan. Like their whole crew, like creative crew. Do you know uh, Sean? I know Derek? Nolan. Yeah. So, so just another great squad who like everyone should aspire to be like, mm. and just have like their creative side like down They're on it, right? On it. They seem and, to like, invest in that. He puts so much energy, like. Kyle puts so much energy into everything he does, man. Like I, he's he's the man, right? Like one hundred percent. The whole crew, I got nothing but love for them. How important is that? I, I mean, like, look at your career with G. You've been with him for a long time, and he's got a yeah. ton of people that he has around him. That yeah. How you know? What advice could you give to artists coming up? That as far as going with teamwork and, and investing yes. into that. Yes, of course. Um, G is another great example of someone who invested early and wanted to make sure that all of his content was consistent and looked great. He would, I mean, this is a guy who spent, you know, his own money on videos, mm -hmm. risked, risked it all mul multiple times, not knowing what the outcome of it was going to be. And then, thank God it all worked out, and he ma always made it back. Yeah. And, you know, like, with the short film, like, he invested his own money into that as well not knowing what was going to happen shit was fire too exactly and then it ended up on apple music and it's like great it's mm -hmm. amazing so advice to artists is you know take your content seriously take your brand seriously take your content seriously um work with people that you trust that you know want to be with you for the long term um i think it's important to, you know, I like I said, I always pride myself on working with an, uh, a small artist and working my way up with them and building really, I describe it as I want to build a library for you. Right. I want to build a catalog. I want yeah. to build your catalog just like you're about to have all this music. music. Exactly. Just like everything. Yeah. So, and then making sure everything's consistent across all platforms and like doing new creative things and just, you know, putting out quality content. Right. Um, and and that's what we do. And that's what I try to, you know, how I pitch myself to people um, and artists and shit. But um, I don't know. Are you trying to get back into editorial shit more? 
I'd like to. Yeah. I'd like to, you know, editorial stuff doesn't pay that well. I mean, neither does the music stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you talk to any music photographer, we don't do it for the money. Mm-mm. We do it because it's our passion and we love that. We love documenting musicians. Right. We love going to shows. We love, you know, we love being in the mix and like experience like, you know, not every show is the same. Right. You know, something could happen at one of these shows that you're like, wow, there's like, because people will go back and like, I was at this show and he did this. Yeah. We do the same thing, but we get to capture it. Every night. It's like really cool. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I tell, you know, I, I try to t- like tell people that are so, they're so kind of like obsessed with like shooting the elite. Like they want to shoot the Drakes of the world. They right. want to shoot the Kanye's. They want to shoot the weekend. Yeah. I'm like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool, but those people have had their photos taken uh, 100,000, a hundred thousand, a million times, a billion times, and you can find that everywhere. Yeah. But you know what's really fucking cool? Mm. When you find an artist who's completely—that's in a way—we have to be like A and R's. Yeah, we have to have our ears to the ground. And I'm I'm bad on it sometimes myself because I like there's all these all these cats popping up out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. But when we find somebody that we really believe in when I find someone that I believe in as an artist, like I believed in G, you know, I was, I was a kid in high school. I didn't know what I was doing, but like I believed in the music. I knew where he wanted to go. I knew where I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And it's so much more satisfying to me as a person to be able to capture that rise. Right. Instead of, you know, I could give, I could give a shit about, it. I've, I've taken photos of those guys. Right. It's cool. There's, I'm, it's fine. Right. But it's not that exciting to me. Yeah. It doesn't, you know, I feel bad. Like it's so much more exciting to me when I get to, you know, work with a no nobody, like a a no name. He could be, you know, a nobody um, artist. And see him pop up, you know, and then see that and see my content go from, you know, even if I don't end up working with that person forever, still being able to say I had that before anybody else had that. Have you been working with people like that recently? Um, Anyone new that you are fucking with right now? I have to I have to think about that. I know that there there is there is that. I mean, the, I mean the best example is obviously the G because I mean, just have so many photos in the archive of you know before anything. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who else. Off the top of my head, nothing comes to mind. But Should we like, start a new Vans Warped Tour? Ooh, with like Adidas. <laughs> yes. That'd be fucking hard. Adidas something tour? Uh, what's the opposite word of warped? Warped. Unwarped. Yeah, unwarped. <laughs> I think Flat. we'd still probably get sued by unwarped tour. There's something there. Yeah. We'll think we'll, about we'll it. We'll hit we'll the lawyers and we'll get back to you. Yeah, we'll get back to you guys right yeah. after our boosted board trip. Yeah. Um, so then what's new? You know, you, you just told me you are going to fly to South by Southwest after this, this wow. week, um, for... Yeah, I'm I'm stoked, dude. I haven't been to Texas. Well, no, I was just in Texas on the Walk the Moon tour. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been to I haven't been to Texas for South by Southwest in four or five years, probably. Yeah, I remember going with G and playing Showcase. He's like one of the first one of the first times that I went. That's crazy. We did like the Nice Kick Showcase yep. in Texas on the rooftop of the pool, and here's you play that shit. What I was there. I was there, and that was the first time I see Chance the Rapper, and he performed, and I was like, this guy's going to be amazing. And I have photos. I have photos of that. 
before Chance popped off. Before any of that love Chance Trapper. Yeah, I mean... I and I was there, and I was like, I have those photos. I, it was like, it was really, really crazy. I So I pl- open for G. Yeah. And I play music. I saw I saw you post a photo, and I was like, dude, I got to know more about this. Right? <laughs> yeah, I right? have to know. I have so to dig. That was fucking... It, he, so he played in LA. Were you at that show, or were you at your out of town? No. It was just no. recently. Oh, recently? Before. No, I was yeah, still yeah. on the road. So he played at the Forum or whatever the fuck. Right. Um, and we were there... It was really funny actually because we got in and we had like VIP tickets which gets you nowhere and we're like trying to get up in the balcony but that, that venue is so shitty where if you're not in that front row no, on the balcony yeah. you just can't see anything. Trash. So then we just walked around and we went up to this dude. <laughs> this dude should get fired. We walk up to this guy that runs the gate like right next to stage right. So like he just yeah. to stand there and we walk up to him and we're like yo and he's like hey and he just opens it up for us and we get there and I Q played there so I knew the backstage a little right. bit and I'm like how did we just get back here? Like, this is hilarious. And then we started walking up the stairs and we walked around and we saw, like, went up to the balcony and I could see, like, the whole, the whole shit. Yeah. And no one else is back there. And then we see the still house room. So we, like, go back in there and they're, like, fucking Smart. serving drinks and shit. So we're getting drinks and just kept getting kicked out. And then they'd be like, no one could be back here. And we could kick us out. And I just go back down and go right by that guy again. What's up, bro? And like, he let me back up and I go up and get to watch a little bit more of the show. Oh, wow. And so it just kept being this, that's like, a, that's it made me shit. feel like high school and shit when I was sneaking into shows and just being able to see it. But, but as I'm watching the show, it's like, it's crazy to see how far he, cause I shot drone shit for, um, the order more music video. Oh, wow. I, for like, there's like a split second we did it. We did some VFX and shit, but, um, nice. but I, I remember watching him and I'm like that damn, like, we played with him five years ago that same day, which was nuts. When I saw it, when I looked it up and I saw that shit, I'm like, holy yes. fuck. And I know. we played with him at this venue. It's like 600 people. And I mean, I used to pay attention. I was like paying attention to Chance when he first came out with this first tape. I, G, early, early, early G. Like all these so dudes that know. were doing it. Yeah, so you I know. saw it all. But his, his advice that he gave me, because we were like, what could, what could we do to like move forward? And he's like, just keep creating shit. That was like the a gist of it, but it was like just keep creating, and he goes everything yeah. falls in line or whatever. And I was like, yeah. I mean, I was gonna do that anyway, but hearing you makes it say it makes it like yeah. I just saw you Impact. play it for six hundred people and they loved you. They yeah. didn't know who the fuck we were, but they loved you. Right. And it was crazy. He's he's a trendsetter, man. It's fucking nuts, and it's sick Absolutely. how much he's been able to give you for opportunities and shit. Yeah, and really has given me a platform. Like, I love Gerald, man. Sick. <laughs> so so you got South by Southwest coming up you're doing shit with Bud Light right yeah uh, how was that relationship by the time like? people see this uh, it'll be post South by Southwest yeah um, but I'm flying to South by uh, this Friday um, Bud Light's flying me out I'm shooting their Roots Jam showcase mm-hmm. which is really Crazy. really dope I'm, they're, all, they're like I know Luda's gonna be there already Tight. there's gonna be a bunch of special guests like I don't know who they're gonna bring out but I hear it's always a good time. Dope. Um, so, but I'm I'm in and out, man. I'm not trying to stay there yeah. for very long. Um, but then it'll you'll be, be back in LA for a little bit. I'll be back in LA for all of four days, and then I'm <laughs> I'm going back home. Uh, me and my girlfriend are going back home, going back to St. Louis. She's from St. Louis as well. Mm. Um, and uh, we're gonna go hang out with the fam for a week, and then uh, she's a teacher. So here? yeah, she's a teacher here. Oh shit! Um, so spring break. Yeah, makes sense. Her spring break, we're gonna go to Tulum. Fuck yeah! Damn. <laughs> yeah, and man, it's so great like to be able like to 
like I never would have thought like man like I made money off photography like I can go on a trip now and I'm not going on a tour with an artist right. I'm going like on a trip your own that trip. I paid for it right with my girlfriend yeah. like it's pretty pretty dope that's solid like it's the first time I've done that I need to do it <laughs> it's the first time I've ever done that we haven't done that either me and Lauren haven't gone it's anywhere. like man <clears throat> damn I do that more often yeah I know that's what we were just talking about he was talking about Cabo or something on the way here and his sister's in Cabo or some shit and yeah. I was like all inclusive sounds lit right now. Like yeah. I just want to go sit somewhere. And yeah, just yeah. Not just drink all day. See my internet and shit. <laughs> just relax or whatever. Fuck. There ain't no time for that. Go, I know. That's the thing. It's like the second that we step away, it's like uh Offers. here's ten. Here's ten other jobs that you could be doing mm-hmm. right now. I know. Take this Buzzfeed quiz. Fuck. Is that is it is that balance hard? Super hard. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. <laughs> it's it's. I know. Passion kills, bro. Passion kills. 100%. <laughs> it's it, Who's has that? It's uh my homie. That's his yeah, brand, yeah. Passion Kills? No, it's uh it's just one of his like lines, Passion Kills. Oh, it's a uh, uh brand called 95 Noir. 95 Noir. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. He lives here. He's from Canada. Oh shit. Dope homie. We'll we'll AC with some shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sight. yeah. Um, they super they, dope. They uh but it's true, man. We put so much like effort. We put so much time and energy into this stuff, and it's like it's our passion. But it's like <laughs> it's fucking worth it. Yeah, it, it's yeah. At the end of the day, man. I just we have the we have the the best jobs. Yeah, really, we do. We do. Like you know, you're a doctor. Like you're a surgeon, bro. Like you're a surgeon. You get to a certain age, you can't you can't do surgery on people. You got shaky hands and shit. You can't, <laughs> you're not doing surgeries on people. You yeah, gotta retire. Yeah, we could go for. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good doing this till the ass. day that I fucking die, Damn, bro. That's crazy. I love it. I love it, man. And the tech keeps getting crazier. Yeah, like, we, so we don't much. have to. What's in your bag? What's your camera setup right now? Okay, yeah, A7S and uh, black all out. this, black all this out. Oh, you don't want to talk about it's it? Ro- it's rotating, man. It's always something different. Like I love shooting film still. I've you know? never shot film, dude. I, I just it'll never change it, it. Well, honestly, it'll make you see things different. Mm. You know, when you see that film grain, yeah, you're like, this isn't digital. Grain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's different. Yeah, though. It, yeah. Yeah, shoot some film. No, I'm not afraid of it. Pe- just... I tell people, like, like I, I mean, I've shot everything from 35 millimeter to, like, if people know, like, large format mm-hmm. stuff, like, four by five. Yeah. You know, and it gets even bigger from there. It's like, you have these giant negatives that are, like, huge, and they have so much detail. And they're almost better. It's, it's almost better than, like, I'm a digital photographer that likes to spend a lot of money on film photography. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, a lot of people are in that same zone, and it's, it's cool now that so many people are doing, like, they're, they're going back, they are interested in film photography, mm-hmm. and I think that's great, because you learn, there's so much to, to learn. Yeah. The great photographers of our time, everyone right. who you, they weren't right. shooting digital. <laughs> yeah. It's, I feel like it's becoming Everyone's starting to carry a, a film camera with them everywhere. Every like yeah, just like a little point and shoot. Yeah, that's all like you need. It. I for a long time, I don't know why I sold. It. I had the Contax T2, which is like now you can't get one for like less than a grand. Oh, yeah, I know. Fuck. I think I sold mine for like five hundred bucks. No, it's the best. It was the best. Uh, no, but I like I wrote, I rotate things out, man. I I never. I never like having something for too long. Like well, I, like tour, like I, to me, yeah, my, everyone always talks shit on, on tour because it was like my big ass black bag and they were like, 
<laughs> this is like a baby. This oh. is like a fucking person. You got to move this, champion. Get it off the chair. I'm like, dude, where do you want me to put this camera back, bro? I'm I like, know. I'll tell you what changed the whole game up for me on this on the Walk the Moon tour. I got a Pelican case. I got a hard shell Pelican case that rolls. Why did that change? I feel like that would be I worse. don't have to wear shit in my back anymore. Yeah, but it, well. Dude, our backs are, are fucked. fucked. Yeah. I got, I got a nice Pelican case, one that's a carry-on size, and I put all my shit in there, and it's organized, and I don't have to, like, dig through. It's amazing. So what about, like, if you, everyone says, all right, let's go through, we're going to go on, a, like, a run through Asia. I got a day bag. Oh, okay. I got my little, my little sling bag, my little fanny pack. Just toss what you need. Damn, that might be the wave, huh? It worked for me. You know what I did? What my biggest mistake was with Q's tour? Because that was my first real true tour. I've done like van tours and shit, but mm. I put I brought a big ass suitcase with a bunch of clothes that mm-hmm. I never wore, and then <coughs> right. uh, a duffel bag with like some shoes and shit, and then my camera bag, a drone, which was in the foam case that I just brought the DJI yeah. Phantom for drone thing and something else oh my ronin which was in a pelican case that i cut out right so when we got to fucking takes up space australia we go from u.s tour straight off the bus dump our shit take all of our shit i'm carrying i swear to god through every airport that suitcase with the fucking phantom hanging on here the ronin with this thing dude my i was so beat down yeah no one's helping me i've i've really like at least in the last year or so, I've really I've tried to streamline everything, mm. even down to like the laptop and the hard drives, bro. It's like every little ounce, like it adds a lot. It sucks. And if you can if you can scale back and just minimize, you know, like you know, I do like the, the Sony, and I'll have like I have usually three or four lenses with me. I'll always rock like the twenty eight on mm. the Sony, which is just like it's compact. It's good all-around lens. Um, and then, like, since I shot Canon forever, I would have I would have Canon gear. I still have I still use my Canon lenses on my Sony. So with do the I. I the 16-35, the, the 7200. Uh, and um, well, I, I used to have a, until recently, I had a the Sigma 35, which I loved. Hmm. I don't know. I sold it just so I could buy more shit. Right. But uh, the Sigma 35, which is a sweet, sweet, sweet lens. Um, the 1.4 art lens, that was a good one. Um, and now, and I have, I have an 85 cine lens for the, the Sony, which is just Sony mount. Yeah. Which is pretty smooth and buttery. It's a piece of shit lens, though. <laughs> but it's sometimes those cheap, <clears throat> shitty lenses, they do the job. Yeah, they come and in they clutch. get They do. They, they do. And I manually focus. And the, that's the other thing. It's like this whole tour, I did a two-month tour, Walk the Moon. I manually focused everything. I've only ever manually focused. I love that. I, I fucking love that. But it's because for me personally, I've, I, w- I was excited we for the to. A7S to be the autofocus. And, oh, this Metabones, if you pay it for the $400 no. once, it's going to fix it. Nope. Nope. So I never shoot photos with that, rarely. So it's all manual. And I'm like, fuck, I'll just use my 5D because I love just having autofocus on that, quick, quick photos, especially low light. Yeah, the 5Ds <coughs> all day. I uh, I lend a, a 5D for my, the Mark III for my homie mm-hmm. like, all the time. Yeah. I always, I'd have that shit on my, over my neck and then have my A7S. If I had yeah, switched. I've seen the photo of you yeah. with the, because you use a cage, don't you, for your A7? We, we got it for a documentary and I like the idea of having it built out for long, like, run and gun shooting because i've thought about doing the same thing it's cool but it sucks because 
if I wanted to take it out of the cage and fly it on my Ronin, exactly, you have to unbuild the whole fucking thing, and it's a pain in the ass. And now they got all these, like all these like gimbals that are like these three-axis gimbals that you could just like throw it on there, mm-hmm. and it's like you're good. So yeah. now the Ronin's like instead of doing this, you're like doing this. Yeah. So it's just one handled grip, and I used it one time, and it, it worked. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I shot little Dicky. Uh, I shot little Dicky. Yeah, I think it was his birthday last night, right? Was it? I don't Something. know. Something. I don't know. I don't know. I saw him at a party not too long ago too, and yeah, he's got another music video. Shout out, Dave, soon. man. Yeah, Dave. Dave. Was <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it's different. It, this whole, the whole everything is so rapidly changing. It's like whoa. We were just Dude. talking about those gimbals the other day because I think that it's the cheaper version of a Ronin. It's yes. way easier to put in a bag, just like a fucking Mavic Air and yep. shit. Like all these things are getting so small. But what I don't like about these handheld gimbals is that if you watch the video, you can tell when it all it's looks being the used. same. It's just this bobble. Yeah. Where it's, a Ronin like can't unless that you're out. really good at it. Yeah, unless you. But spend and a then lot there's time. the cats that are like, I know, I know, fools that still use like the glide cam. I think the glide cam's dope. I actually was if, wanting yeah, to use you know it. Know how to use it? I, yeah. It's all about. Just like everything, bro, it's if you master it, mm-hmm. you, that's why you can use any camera. If you master it, then it doesn't matter. No, <laughs> you could use, you could handhold shit for the rest of your right. life. Yeah. Gibson Hazard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Gibson's doing everything. Sure. And I, I handhold basically everything. Yeah. I don't. It's generally just it's easy if you don't have to put it on a gimbal. I just like the gimbal for certain things. Like there's certain yeah. reasons why I use it. The tool, it's a tool. You for, just walk around with the drone, 4K that shit. I've done that. <laughs> I did. I did one where like I tried to do this whole pass uh, gimbal for this uh, EA thing, and I like came through this shoe store. We we were undefeated, mm-hmm. and so we were like walking through, and it's shooting, and then all of a sudden it comes outside, and it takes and off. It takes off. Did it work? Like, yeah, it worked. That's cool. I think they did that for uh, my homie. Did that for the. Uh, What's her face video? The bad baby. Oh really? Yeah. Who? Danny Bergoli or whatever. He tracked to the video for? No, 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 no. The the video of the girl that the catch me outside girl. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah, like, they did the same. They did the same type thing. Oh, tight. Yeah, where they were holding the drone. Bad baby. And then they were like, Whoosh. she's hilarious. I love her. Can't can't not can't not hate <laughs> on tight. someone getting money. <laughs> yeah, she's <laughs> she is fucking tight. <laughs> All right, this is uh. This is a good conversation, dog. This is amazing. Um, I mean, shout out, just shout out to you, man. No, you too, dude. This show is fun. I, I, so I told you before, but I let all the Black Window Cream members like ask yes. questions to you. And bring so it I, on. I tried, and it's, it's an experiment. I'm stoked. Yeah, but I, I explained to you earlier. I explained to the listeners. Yeah. I, I, instead, most people would just, I'd say like, hey, I'm having Dusty come in, like ask questions, whatever. Yeah. They would normally just type up a response, but I said, give me a video of you asking the question. Sick. Okay, so. I don't know if this makes sense. I'll show. I'm gonna try to turn this shit to you so you can see the video. All right, while let's it do plays, it. And then I'll add this shit in on YouTube. You could put it on there. Fuck, I wish. I could <laughs> so let's see. Let's turn the volume up on this shit. This is kind of a tight idea. I love this. What's up, Black with No Cream? It's your boy Phil. Seven and a half photography. My question for Dusty. Um, what? What do you think made you stand out for for those artists to? Hire you as their photographer, and what do you do to keep? Oh, yeah. Next time you'll figure out how to get that second question. In yeah, there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One question. Uh, thanks for the question, Phil. Yeah. Um, much respect. Um, it's I I think it's you know taking your your own approach mm. you know to things and doing it doing it how you want to do it and don't try to like try to be original 
And again, you know, when you're talking about artists, you know, seeing what they want, mm. seeing what their needs are, and 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 doing doing a lot of research on the artists. Right. That's what I love. That's what I love digging. Yeah. I love digging into their catalog and their archive and see what they already got. Mm-hmm. If there's somebody that has a presence, some type of presence, right. if they've put out um, a project or something, there's something there. Um, you gotta do your research. Right. One hundred percent. Gotta do it. That's important. And then coming at them and being like, you know, what if we did this? Like, yeah. What if we did this? And you have to be okay with with them saying no. Right. We don't like that idea. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But we still like you. Mm-hmm. We still, you know. Um, I had three other ideas in case you said that. Here yeah. You, go, you know what I mean? So it's like you gotta be able to bounce ideas off of each other. Right. That's like really, like really dope. And that's the collaborative process, and, and it's creative when you do that. One hundred percent. If you can't even do that, then it's not going to work within that. You yeah. Know what I mean, like, and that's when yeah. people are too single minded or whatever, and they don't want to think about what you have to say and shit. And that's like not a good fucking partnership. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. All right. We got another one. Yo, yo, Alex from Black with No Cream here. Dusty was popping. I really love your work. Yes, sir. Um, my one question for you is What's that one thing you wish somebody told you? You, you read in a book or saw on YouTube. What's that one thing that you wish you knew when you got started? with photography and video production oh man alex that's a crazy question to answer man that's hard that's a that makes you think it makes you think about shit but like so so what's one thing that i wish someone would have told me you know like when i was starting out like it's kind of a that's kind of a crazy one to think about it's like if you would have told me that i would be sitting right here right now talking to you about, about any of this, you know, years ago, like, uh, dude, I'm a kid. I'm a kid from St. Louis. I'm not supposed to be here. Same. I, I'm not. Say neither one of us are supposed to be here. Yeah. But you know what? We 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 fucked something up. Yeah. We didn't do something right, or somebody said no to us, and you know something happened, and now we're here. And we we ended up here for a reason. Um, Just but, know know that you got it. Yeah, know you know that you, I mean? know you got it. I I wish you know. Uh, somebody would have told me that like um you know you would you'd go through some like you'd have like a lot of like learning experiences mm-hmm. like a lot of opportunities to like pick things up i i don't know i don't know like i, I got published in in rolling stone when i was like 18 or 19 and it was like a eye-opening experience i don't talk about it a lot too because it was like illegal it was like not for a good reason Oh really? Yeah, I had one of my photos stolen, and this like kind of by or, Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone. Uh, no, a, an artist had stolen my photo, and um, it ended up being published three times in three different in two different magazines. So Rolling, Rolling Stone St- being one of them. Every major, every major um, music blog, Fader, Complex, blah blah blah, you name it, they all use my photos. Wait, who was the what was the photo of an art? Like uh, a, it was an artist, a rapper or something. You're not gonna say the name. How no, do we okay. find this shit? <laughs> the artist stole your photo? The artist stole my photo. Oh. I, it was a huge learning experience for me. Damn. If, if Alex really wanted to know, it's like I wish somebody would have told me that uh, you would be, you'd be tested. Mm. Like you would be like, but it was a huge, huge learning experience. And I'm glad that it happened to me early on in my career rather than later on and not because if it ever happens again, I know exactly what yeah, I have to do. Come down with the fucking hammer. Exactly. And then, 
you know, like a lot of a lot of people, man, it's unfortunate how how often our work is taken for granted and and stolen and misused and mm-hmm. all this stuff and people not being you know, people they they cry about it all day, like not being credited on Instagram and stuff. And I'm like, I get that, but like you really cross the line when you take someone's like intellectual property and print it. Yeah, and print it. That's what crosses the line. It opens up a different can of worms. So that happened to me. That's crazy. That happened to me. And we could talk about that more later. More <laughs> talk about that shit right now. Wait. So tell me. All right. How? Do, but are they getting the high res image from the artist? Like you sent it to the artist. Yeah, sent and to the, the artist. artist. Sent to the artist, and um, the artist blew up. Like like Nelly. Blew, like blew up. I'm thinking it's no, Nelly. this is, I'm way after Nelly, bro. <laughs> this is way after Nelly. This is way after Nelly. I, dude, by the time I came up, Nelly was, you know, dead. <laughs> the, <laughs> <laughs> ah, hey, yo, Nelly, shit. Nelly, Nelly played. No, it was an EDM shit. artist, and that's why I don't shoot EDM anymore. <laughs> For real? Yeah. Do the Harlem Shake. Oh yeah, what's that fucking guy's name? Exactly. Really. Well, so what, he just sent it, like, they are like, oh, we're going to do a write-up about you, and he's, do you have photos you could use? And he sent your photo without ever giving you, yeah. asking for that? Yeah. Crazy. Bauer. That motherfucking guy. Yeah, man. It was a crazy time. Were you guys homies before that? Uh, or was it just like a one-off? We could have been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, motherfucker, you made so much money. Come on, it ain't that big of a deal to fucking pay out your friend. Or whatever, like an associate. A, photog- a photographer. Bro. Oh, hard work. This is artist. before people were yapping on Instagram, like, oh, yo, this blog stole my my photograph and reposted it and didn't give me credit. And then, no, X artist stole my work. Yeah. That's and sent crazy. it out as an They used it as an official press photo. Like millions of printed copies of that. Yes. And it hit him with the lawsuit and I won. You did? Yeah. Oh, tight. So who like advised you on how to go about doing that? I had I had a, a team, literally. So yeah, what? I was I was very very lucky and fortunate again to have um, uh, an entertainment lawyer who was a who was a close friend. Oh shit. And who had done like huge. I mean, he was the lawyer that did country grammar for Nelly. You know, he, yeah, like, you know, he he's done major entertainment deals. I feel like I've heard about this dude. I it's possible. That's crazy. Anyway, he's he's done um he he really helped me out and we had a he was my main guy and then we had a litigator in New York, we had a litigator in LA, serving papers up to fools left and right. I don't like Shit. to brag about this. This is like not No, me. but I mean I don't you- like to even talk about this like Potentially, I don't even want right. you to put this in there. Right. But I mean, like this, I feel like is such a fucking daunting thing to deal with as a creator because that could have fucked you up emotionally. I don't, I don't go up to people or like clients and be like, I'm the photographer that sued Bauer. But fuck them for and that shit. That's crazy. You it's know a I mean? learning experience. Yeah. You got to fight back for that stuff. Dude, that was one of the, the one times because before that people had like, you know, every once in a while they would post a photo or whatever and not get credit i'm like i'll yeah. live right i'll live but you cross the line when you and then act and then act like uh they didn't do anything wrong 
and like yeah, they didn't like, owe me anything. Think about that. If that like that magazine goes out, to, it could have been a relationship that I could have had with an artist and be able to document. I sh- I shot those portraits before Harlem Shake ever popped off. All that shit, and then once it finally did, my photo was associated with Bauer as his official press photo. Never paid me for it. And then it's so then they, easy. It's so it's easy. Such an easy I could, they could have had it. They could have had that photo for ever. Five hundred. Five hundred bucks. Literally, they could have had it, and I would have been stoked. <laughs> I would have been stoked. I'd be like, "Oh, are you kidding me? Uh, my, I just got, I just got paid five hundred for this port, this artist portrait. Sick. Let me work with you more, bro. Let's create more. Let's make photos. Let's make video. Whatever. Nope. Wow. And now, but now, but now, where is he at? No one's, no one's checking for him. Did this blow up and backlash on him at all? Like publicly on the internet? Was this like a thing? It was on or? TMZ. Oh, shit. I don't check TMZ yeah. that often, but well, but a lot of you check TMZ it. when you're getting phone calls uh, in the morning saying, uh, why, "Why are you on the front cover of TMZ?" That's crazy. On the website, and I'm like stressed out. I'm like, "What the fuck's going on?" Like, because it of, because of t- damn man, that's fucking insane. And this was it during the time. I mean, Harlem Shake was a full viral phenomenon, like SNL and all that shit. Everyone's doing it. Everyone Shake. was doing it. Wow, was my photos connected with it. Yeah, slam down that shit. So slam, what do you like? How do you even slam go dunk. About recoup? Like, I guess that's a whole technical thing that deals with lawyers and shit. That's yeah. so interesting. Yeah. So no one likes to be sued. No one likes to sue people. So you'd settle. Yeah, settle out of court, um, and it's all about having a good team around you. Shout you out know? to your I team. don't like. Damn. I don't. I'm not. I don't like brag about shit. Like I don't. I hardly talk about it. I don't. But it's think- one of those things where it's like, if you're an artist and you feel like you've been taken advantage of, and you have a real reason to like cause like a real reason for it, do everything in your power to out those people. Because they're not looking out. They're not looking out for you. They're not. Yeah. They're not looking out for your best. They're not in your best interest. No, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like that's why I don't think is there's no shame on sharing that story because to me it's like I don't know. You almost have, you look at it like this. Like everyone's so used to like a world star or fucking complex or whatever sharing your photos and shit. Like I took a picture of Kendrick and it was ill. Yeah. And everyone shared it and I was right. like, dang. No one knows I did that. And it's like, fuck it, whatever. At the same time, it doesn't matter. He didn't have it on there that it said I took it, so why would they know it? But you see right. that out there, and it's almost like that happens so often that you have to just cut your losses. Like, you could have easily just been like, oh, fuck, they used my photo on Rolling Stone. And it's yeah. all over the internet, or all over the world, in physical copy form, and just dealt with it because most people don't know how to approach that situation. At least you figured you got lucky that you had that. So now people know if they're listening to it, if we, if you let me keep this shit in there, they know that that is possible to approach no matter what it is. Even if you could have only made $500 for a photo, like you'd like, Oh, I could have got 500 bucks for it. It's worth it. That's your actual content. You created that image from nothing. Yeah. And you know what? You, you, (laughs) you go to copyright, dot gov or whatever dot org or whatever and you upload your photo to a website and weeks or months later you get you pay for it and you get a document saying this is your copyright even when you take that photo yes it's your intellectual property but the second you upload it 
and have get the paperwork for it through the government and uh like every every photographer should know how to do this which is i didn't even know how to do this dude, that's crazy. it's that's how you win it's how that's how you win a case you can do it after the fact you you can still do it after the fact I wish we would have talked about this stolen. instead of talking about that fucking app. Dude. <laughs> Dude, copyright yeah. is crazy how that shit works. Yeah, I learned a lot. I've forgotten a bit, but copyright your photos. Wow. Don't just put a, you know, you put a watermark on them. That's fine. But when you upload them um, and get the actual physical paperwork for it saying, so you created this photo mm-hmm. and it is your copyright and you hold that copyright anybody who uses it you can you know it's like yeah. a patent yeah you damn know? it's an extra level of protection right for sure that not enough people know about so would you say that it would be smart if you were going to work with a publication or something or or, or you knew that this photo might have interest in publications you would go and get that done 100 percent. Right hmm. if i took a sign culture culturally significant photo yeah. of let's say Kanye. Kanye. Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Kim K. Uh, Kim K holding a little Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be the then, best uh, <laughs> Then, um, yeah, I don't know. I would, I, would, I, would, I would file that. Mm. I would file that. And, uh, That's good advice. It's worth it. Damn. It's worth it. Look into it. Copywriting your, photo, your photographs. Yeah, definitely. That's sick. Um, all right, hold on. Let's blast through these. Let's, Let's do another one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, these are fun. Yeah, these are really dope. Thanks everyone for sending in the right it's stuff. Kaiser. Uh, happy Sunday to you. My first question is, what is the one thing that you can do or what you would tell anybody who wants to get their foot in the door with the concert photography and getting on tour with these uh, bigger artists? Let me know, man. Thanks. Yeah, Kaiser. These are fun as fuck. Yeah, Kaiser, man, that's a, that's a, I'm glad you asked that question. It's a great question. We get asked that a lot, mm. you know? Yeah. And it, you know, um, again, find someone, find an artist that you believe in. Mm. Find someone that you trust, someone that fucks with your creative style, uh, and you fuck with them. Right. On more of a base level than... I just want to shoot X big artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's it's not gonna happen, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's not. You're not just gonna. You're not gonna end up on Drake's tour because he's already got the squad. Yeah. He's got he's got the people, yeah. right? So, so. And he's got the B team and the C team already yeah, locked I in. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. It, so it's like I, that's not even something that I'm in, interested in doing or right. being a part of. Well, maybe if it comes. I've shot Drake a couple of times, and it's always. I, love, I bet I love shooting Drake. Um. Anyway. Find 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 an unknown artist. Mm. Find somebody small that that you can really create for. Right. And and uh, be a part of their movement. Right. And and hopefully their their music takes off. It doesn't always. And be a fucking always. good person too, because if you just straight up be a with, jack of all trades, bro. Yeah. yeah. Don't just be a photographer. Right. Be someone that can play multiple roles, like I did. Yeah. You know, I even le- like knowing like when security is needed for certain things, yeah. like adding that value. How to move? Like, we Yo, know this how to move. Is gonna do this shit. Yeah, you can't teach that though. You no. can't teach someone how to move. It's crazy. We just know how to move. Yeah, it's innate. It's not like it's it's like if you put yourself in these positions enough times, you'll learn. Mm-hmm. You'll teach yourself where you need to be 
at certain times. Yeah. You can't be behind. For you sure. have to be ahead. You have to be ahead. If you're on time, you are late. Always. I was late today. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was late for this fucking podcast. God damn it. It's Sunday. I understand, yeah, Sunday, bro. It's been a we were week. all raging last night yeah. till five in the morning. I wish. Uh, okay, let's last do question. another. Yeah, this is Corey Cataldo. This dude, this dude submitted the funniest video of him uh, making fun of me. I didn't even know he asked this many fucking questions, yeah. but I always read his it's name fun. and I botch it. I'll show it to you after the shit. What up, Dusty? My question for you is, if there was one thing you could tell yourself back when you were shooting your first show, what would that be? Thanks. Peace. Man, I hope everyone can see that yeah, because that the homie money. just did some uh, puppetry, <laughs> black with no cream. Puppetry. That is hard. That's awesome. Um, so, I didn't even hear what the question was. Yeah, the was. question... Yeah, no, it was like... Uh, tell, yourself, tell, tell yourself. Back when you were shooting your first show, what would that be? What would that be? Man, that's a, that's a dope question. That is really that's good. a really cool question because uh, the first show that I ever really shot that was like an actual show, mm-hmm. which is like a, an eye-opening experience, was was 2010 the light dreams and nightmares tour with drake and taiga and g wow. was on that tour with the car when he opening. brought the car wait was that when taiga brought like a fucking sure. gold lamborghini i never something? got to see taiga's performance oh, you didn't? all right don't it's not worth it don't worry i remember sitting in the seats with g though in in the fox theater in st louis it was the first time i'd ever ever met g and uh and we were sitting watching the show and he was just taking notes the whole time that drake was on stage really yeah Writing, writing and taking notes and all this stuff. And I was like, this is what I want to do. I know I want to do this. I want to take music photos. Fuck. And, um, and I wish I would have told myself, uh, you know, shooting that, shooting that first show. That was the first big show I'd ever taken photos at. Uh, I had no idea what I was doing. I had, uh, uh, a, like a Canon Rebel and a, a, a long ass zoom lens that was terrible. Yeah, I didn't know. And some other camera. Fuck. I think I had like a one of the original one Ds, like the old old one Ds, like a one D Mark II. Jesus. <laughs> and um, I wish I would have told myself then that, like, kind of what I, I can't. I think I may have told myself what I would have told myself, right. which was you're you're gonna do this. Yeah. You're gonna, um, you know, you're gonna hopefully make a career out of this music photography thing, and it's not gonna be easy, and you're, it's gonna test you, yeah, a lot, and you're gonna, you know, gonna travel the world. I should have told myself that. Like, Zing. you better be ready. You better be Get ready to bust your ass on on tour. Yeah, crazy. And you better be ready. Um, but. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, that's a that's a good question. But I'm I. It, it's it's humbling, man. It's it's really great. We have the best jobs in the world for sure. <laughs> I agree. We really do. It's and fucking we, we work with awesome people, people yeah. that believe in us, and mm-hmm. we get to have dope conversations. Yeah, that's the that's the best thing ever. That's what made me start this because it's like we could have met on tour and had this conversation there, and I'm of course, like, dude like hearing this shit again later yeah. is so fucking cool like, yeah it's crazy it took us this long to cross paths i know because well, we see so, i mean we we cross paths we cross paths with so many so people many and it's like i i do that every once in a while i'm like wait you were here at the same time that mm-hmm. i was here we were supposed to meet we never did yeah um 
it's yeah. chaotic as fuck, bro. That's what's it's, great. It's always chaotic. Oh yeah, you're in another city. Yeah, it's you're you're nuts. you're doing your thing. So yeah. you're, you know, you kind of turn off the world the world around you. You in have a certain to. way. So crazy. Well, yeah, fuck. Man. I appreciate it. What uh, people? I'll put all your social shit in the show notes and whatnot. But how, yeah, man. Where do you want them? Uh, I mean, Instagram probably yeah. the best way. Don't find me on Vero. <laughs> yeah. At you do Twitter? D, at D Kessler. Yeah, I do do Twitter occasionally. I My Twitter used to be popping. I used to be like a comedian on Twitter. I kind of gave oh, that you, up for a while. Why? You could dig through, dig through my Twitter. It's sarcastic as shit. It's funny. <laughs> Maybe a meme sprinkled here and there, but at Dusty, Ke- or at Dusty Kessler on Twitter, K-E-S-S-L-E-R. Right. Uh, Instagram at D Kessler. You got a website? Uh, yeah, just DustyKessler.com. You sell prints? Uh, now then? Mm. Not really. Yes and no. I want to set up a whole nother like. I need an intern to set up my my print my print side of my shit. I have like you heard what you said, black and cream people. Yeah. If you uh, days of shit. He if makes you my life. are good at e-commerce stuff and have uh, uh, an ability to make me a <laughs> make a me print money. website <laughs> a print website that'll connect to my actual website. Let yeah. me know. Hit me up. Dope. Cause I'm I'm down. All right. So if people got this far in the podcast, uh, you can it say um, a hashtag that they can tweet at us. Yeah. So what do you want the hashtag to be? Um. Anything. Oh shit. Anything you want. Uh, cabbage. Uh, what'd you say earlier? Uh, Twenty one cabbage. cabbage. <laughs> yeah. Is that in the meme? Uh, do we have a more relevant? What's more yeah, relevant? Yeah. Like, what's today's meme that people are going to understand a week from now or two weeks from now? I don't know. Uh, let's go. How about, here we go. Um, this is kind of a long hashtag, so tell me if I need to find another. They must really care. I mean. The next Gucci gang. The hashtag is the next Gucci yeah, gang. Yeah, the next Gucci gang. All right. Is that too long? No. Okay, good. All right, so if you made it this far, the if next If you made it this game, far. Tweet at both of us. Tell us you made it this far. We'll free tweet or something. Is like. your Twitter the same as... Ben Real Verse World. Yeah, yeah. The next Gucci gang, what will it be? I don't know. I really... I f- want to know. Someone said, send me a... Send me, if you made it this far, send me a song and then hashtag the next Gucci gang. There you or go. Or something. I fuck with that. <laughs> All right, dog. I appreciate having Yo, you. Yo, this my is guy. fucking awesome. Thank you so much, man. Yeah. This has right. been so much fun. Follow him. His shit's lit. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bye, bye, bye. That's it for episode 24 with Dusty Kessler. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Make sure to follow Dusty on Instagram. You can uh, check out his links and shit. It's all in the show notes. BWNC.com slash podcast. Leave a review on iTunes. Let me know what you loved about this interview. If you're interested in joining the Black Window Cream private creator group, visit BWNC.com slash join. Um, find us on youtube and do all that shit and last but not least buy some merch every sale helps me keep this thing alive that's it new episode every single sunday see you next week you bitch